on the Cyclone Sports Network. From Learfield, welcome to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Also brought to you by High V, who proudly supports the Iowa State Cyclones. High V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. Now, live, here's the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters. Renewable Energy Group, fueling your game for a lower carbon future, makes you a winner today. Glad you could join us tonight. We got a couple of shows left in our uh, basketball season, and starting tonight, we are going to visit with TJ Otzelberger, and then a little bit later in the show, Jamie Pollard is going to join us as the Cyclone women are on the road in Lawrence, Kansas. So we won't have Coach Fenn this week, but we wish them well down at KU. And Rod Botholt joining us tonight as our guest co-host, and and Cyclone women really had Kansas's number. Yeah, yeah, it's you like just hope that could continue. Yeah, that, yeah. It, that'd be a big win because yeah. Kansas is playing well. So that's a big game tomorrow night, and uh, Noel Wolf will be on the call along with Brett Cooper, and we encourage you to listen to that one tomorrow night. But right now we visit with TJ and Coach. This uh, this game can humble you in a hurry, can it? I mean, it's just a, uh, especially in the Big Twelve Conference, man. It's just such a grind and. Uh, tough one last night, but um, I, I'm excited about what these guys might be able to accomplish this Saturday. Well, if you look at it, I mean, as you mentioned, like humility is, is at the forefront of everything that we do, right? Humble and grateful for the opportunity that we have and how we work. And when you look at our season at this point with one game remaining in totality, and you look at like those first 25 games and you'd say, man, 21, 22 of those games, we played harder. We got all the loose balls. We did all the effort-based things better. Um, and our guys really came together and showed what they could do uh, as a group and, and unified when we stay in that place of humility and gratitude and, and don't leave anything to chance. And you've seen lately we've struggled with that a bit. And, you know, yesterday we had some moments. We had some stretches where I thought it looked uh, a little more similar to what it did early in the year at times. And, and we're trying to recapture and recreate that. And so for us, we're staying hard at work. We're excited about the opportunities in front of us, um, you know, and, and we're not blinking, not flinching. And we're, we're right back at it, right on the practice court, trying to recapture. Our guys need to have confidence in, that it is in them and we have done it. And now we've got to get back to recreating that. Obviously, early in the second half when you had the big run and took the lead, shots went in. That always helps. But what else as a coach did you see your guys doing that, that you maybe hold out in front of them today and say, we just got we need 40 minutes of this instead of stretches of it besides the shots going in? Yeah, it, you know, it's the ability to, like, speed our opponent up. Um, you know, we talk about the ball pressure and generating turnovers. That's turnover. That's certainly part of it. Um, and when you see the ball go through the hoop, it's human nature. You play with a little more pace, a little more enthusiasm, excitement. But there was a there was a rallying. There was a togetherness. Our, our, our you know what we were preaching going in the game is make a play for a teammate, make a play for someone else. Think about whether that's setting a screen, whether it's rotating defensively, making an extra pass, make a play for a teammate. And there were some stretches last night, specifically the one in the second half where we did take the lead. Um, you know, where, where that was happening. And we were doing a great job of that. And then, look, as the game wore down the stretch, it felt like guys, it wasn't, um, it was guys who really wanted to do the right thing for the team. But at times, whether it was the shot we took or a defensive assignment, we became disjointed. We weren't as connected as we needed to be. And that's something that, you know, we proved over time we could do. So our guys need to really, you know, look back at those moments and those times and, and like I said earlier, just just find a way to, to get back to being that squad. 
And as you mentioned just a moment ago, your team has proven that it can do it against the best teams. You, you've got more wins against top 10 teams than any team in college basketball. You've got more teams against top 25 teams than any program in college basketball. You, you beat everybody at the top of the conference. Kansas double digits, Baylor double digits, uh, Kansas State. Uh, you, you know, you beat TCU twice, um, Texas double digits. So you, you know that you can play with anybody. Yeah, and, and look, we're certainly not happy with the present time, how things have been going for our team lately and the standards that we have in our program. And yet at the same time, what I'd say is, you know, when we were going to the PK tournament and, pe- you know, people are like, man, I hope we can just win one. And, right. <laughs> and then, you know, when we're going and then we have the North Carolina win. And then, like you said, you're going into league play and now Jazz is out. and You're like, man, I hope we can survive it. And then we were able to, again, to come out of the Christmas break that much stronger. So we've been able to reinvent the group. We've been able to find ways to uh, put the team together and prioritize that make a play for each other mentality. And uh, we're back in that spot again that we need to do it now. Struck me last night as you had your seniors introduced. I don't think I've ever seen eight guys on senior night. And it, to me, it was just a reminder of how amazing it is what this program has accomplished as you've tried to do what you're doing, which is not only bring in young guys, freshmen to build a foundation, but if you want to be successful now, you need to bring in some guys with experience but you also want those guys to be good models for those young guys to play the way you want them to play so they see how it looks when it works. And I th- it's probably one of the legacies of this senior class. So you think that, that, that they have played the way you've wanted and been good models for those young guys? No, absolutely. I mean, we've tried to be very intentional about anybody that we bring into our program has to really want to be here, and their actions need to be reflective of that. And that, that's everything from going to study hall to how you shake hands with somebody, to how you treat a fan or a a young person that comes and looks at you as a role model. It's not just your basketball talent for us. That's, uh, to me, uh, it means so much to be the head coach of this program, and I care so much in raising our family in central Iowa, so we're not going to cut a corner. We're not going to take a chance on a a character guy. We're not going to take a risk. We're we're not going to compromise to try to get ahead sooner and we want to build this for the long term. So every guy we've brought in, we really try to vet out all those things. And when, when you talk about someone like a Gabe Kelscher uh, or Jazz Kuntz, two of those guys who have been with us um, for the two seasons, and then, you know, with Shun and Jaron coming in, you know, those are the four guys that, from our vantage point, they don't have the COVID year. There's eight seniors, but those are guys that don't have the option to play one more year. And what Jaron and Shun have done is they've come in here and embraced a different way of doing things from day one as well. And so a lot of gratitude to those four that don't have another year and also, you know, really proud of the other four that do have, you know, COVID year and one more year to play. Great example of what you were just talking about was uh, the Oklahoma game. I, I gave my tickets to a friend, and he, he brought his grandson, who is a huge Jazz Coons fan, and uh, really wanted to meet Jazz. So um, I talked to Jazz before the game, and he said, do you mind coming out and just meeting this kid? He's 10 years old, just thinks you're the greatest. And he said, sure, just remind me after the game. Well, then, you know, he has a game where he doesn't score. It wasn't his best game. Still came out. Still was very cordial with the young man. It was awesome. It's a, it's an experience that that young guy is never going to forget. And uh, so appreciative of Jazz for being the person he is. And I, as I thought, I was thinking today about your season and, you know, as you mentioned, trying to recapture some of what you had. I feel like if you do it, Jazz is going to be right at the heart of that. Now, Jazz, is uh, he's been an unbelievable example of character in our program. Um, you know, I'd say from the time he's been injured to returning, uh, he's had some moments, but hasn't 
you know, recaptured for him playing at the same level that he was early in the year. And I think he'd be the first to admit that. But again, I'd, I'd start with like, he's a great character guy, yep. those type of things. I had a story too. I had a cousin of mine I hadn't seen in years uh, come to the game last night and his son waited after the Oklahoma game. He was at the last two and was the last person literally out of Hilton waited for Trey King because he wanted to get his mm-hmm. autograph. And not only did he get his autograph, he had pictures, he yep. had stories. And so like, Again, I, we want the best players we can get. Trust me, we want, you know we're highly competitive that way. But it's a lot bigger for us when we're evaluating character and young people that bring this program because we do want them to be role models for those young people. We do take so much pride in how they act as people and how they treat others. And, and, and that's what it means to me to be a cyclone. It's not just about the wins and losses. We're visiting with T.J. Otzelberger, Rod Botholt of B&G Video Productions here in Ames, our guest co-host, and we'll come back of more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Sukup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. When the game goes into overtime. But the game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At MidAmerican Energy, we want to help keep you safe around power lines and electrical equipment. Always assume a power line is energized, even if it's on the ground. To avoid the risk of an accidental shock or electrocution, avoid touching a power line with anything. And when you see high voltage warnings on transformers and substations, stay away. We care about you and your safety. Get more tips at midamericanenergy.com. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. If you thought starting a business took courage, imagine starting over after a fire, damaging storms, or a cyber attack. When disaster strikes, business owners count on EMC for fast, experienced claim service. Our countrywide network of local offices ensures we're always ready to answer the call, investigate every claim, 
explain what's covered, and process payments as quickly as possible. Count on getting back to business when you count on EMC. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group, reducing emissions, creating jobs, fueling communities. We're joined by T.J. Alselberger. Our guest co-host tonight is Rod Bodholt of B&G Video Productions here in Ames. And a little bit later in the show, we'll have Jamie Pollard along. And looking forward to that visit as well. Uh, Coach, one thing that was just really fun to see last night was Gabe Kelcher making some shots and just helping your team at both ends of the floor tremendously. Unfortunately, got in foul trouble, but... Man, you could talk. You could just see it in his play, um, how much this program has meant to him, and um, I think the crowd really reciprocated that. They were they were excited to watch Gabe last night. You know that that's the neat thing about like senior night when a someone like Gabe who really cares and appreciates the fans and has grown even in his tenure as a Cyclone. I mean, think about the times that we've had with him and the growth we've seen, the leadership, and um, I know how important that game was to him last night. And the last chance to play in Hilton meant a lot to him. He shared that with the team. He brought us in at shoot-around and had some had some thoughts and told guys what they could count on from him and expect from him and, um, you know, stepped up. Obviously, the, the fouls were, were unfortunate. Um, wish we could have, you know, wish 24 minutes could have been 40. Yeah. Um, because I'm confident what the outcome would have been had we been able to have him for more. But... Um, I'm I'm really proud of Gabe. He's somebody that means a lot to me. He's done so much for our program. And a guy who is an example every day from a work ethic and character standpoint that all the young people in our program and guys that are on our team now or coming in the future can look up to and say, I want to be like that guy and work like he works. Gabe obviously had family there. You had a lot of family out there on the court. There was almost not room for everyone. Uh, But I would think as a coach, for you and your staff, uh, not that you aren't well aware of it throughout the season and throughout the years, but when you see that family there, I mean, you've taken care of that family for however long those guys have been here. What does that mean when, when you see those, you shake hands with parents and you hug parents and whatnot? What's that mean for a coach? Well, it means a lot because, you know, we're working together to provide a support network for a young person in these formative years that to teach them the life lessons, to help them grow and, and to create their own path for their future. And as much as, like I said, we're, we're here to compete and win every game and, and all that, you're you're developing leaders, husbands, fathers, community members, um, you know, future Cyclone alums, whatever that you you want those character messages, those work habits um, to carry through for the rest of your life. And so you, the family, when they entrust you with that, you don't take it for granted. You know how special it is. And for me, as somebody that, you know, I take a lot of pride in, in being a father as well, I don't take that lightly. And I want to make sure that we're doing right by those young people. And that, that doesn't always mean everything's comfortable. It doesn't mean there's not bumps in the road. doesn't mean there's not accountability, discipline, and, and all those things. But what it does mean is when you see that family there and you know you've been on that journey together, it's a special moment. You mentioned the words, uh, how far he's come when talking about Gabe. And I think of Rob, too, in that vein, because, uh, man, has he come a long way in his two years at Iowa State. And just awesome to see it, his continued growth because, he, you know, he's not done growing. What's really cool about Rob is there's other coaches who I respect who watch our team play that often will text me and say, I saw Rob play in AAU. How he's continued to develop is awesome. I played against Rob when he was at Denver, and this is what I've seen. I watched you guys play last year in this tournament, and now I watch Rob play and see this. And um, 
we really take a lot of pride in the development piece. Our coaching staff, our assistant coaches, our development staff, those guys are tireless workers to, to invest in, in the young people in our program. And Rob is somebody that every single day he brings it and he competes. It's a little rough around the edges, um, but you know what? You know if you're up against Rob Jones, you're going to be in a fight. Yeah. And he's going to give you what he's got in – Really cool. I mean, whatever he played, 21, 22 minutes last night. And, you know, you always say to, you know, leave it on the floor. Like, Rob Jones left it on the floor. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really proud of his continued growth and development, both on and off the court and excited about his future. The whole big Rob energy thing, I think fans have embraced. They enjoy it. And, and they, they look for his qualities as he's playing on the floor. But how do you think it's impacted your team? You talked about it a little bit there. But what is it about Rob that, that excites the other guys on your team and motivates them. Rob takes tremendous pride in doing things that are effort-based, that are not things that get a lot of glory. It's almost like at times being an offensive lineman in football and you go lock up every single time and block. And you're, you know, you're not the one scoring the touchdowns. You're not the one on Sports Center, but you're the one in the trenches doing the hard work. And there's been a lot of games where our rebounding numbers are what they are because Rob comes in and sets the tone and the other team basically stops going. They're like, we don't want that fight tonight. And it makes your, your other guys feel tougher. Uh, it brings energy to the group. And so, I mean, look, there was a stretch early in the year. He was in double figures, like seven out of eight or whatever it was early, and that's great. But that's not always what we have to have from Rob. What we have to have from Rob is the big Rob energy. It's the guy who comes in and... He's going to break your spirit. He's going to take our team up to another level, and he's willing to set the screen, block out, run the floor, you know, do whatever that is for the team to be successful. You mentioned you, you did see some shots go through last night. Uh, were you getting better shots, do you feel? Uh, if so, what was that the result of? I do. I, I felt like we were, and I, I think part of it is our guys' intent. Um, thought there was times offensively had some more pace because we were getting stops, and um, I thought our, our team dynamic was better. Um, you know, when you're playing against teams that are trying to pressure you more, um, like West Virginia certainly has a reputation for doing, there's times that maybe you can open a driving lane. And now if you're thinking about a teammate, uh, you can find somebody that way. There's also a fair amount of switching that they were doing, especially as the game wore on last night. And now it becomes more of a challenge to be as much personnel uh, predicated defensively when you're switching as much and shooter, non-shooter, you know, you go from the strengths of guarding Taman to the strengths of guarding Gabe on a switch. And now your mind has to recalibrate. Okay. This is what this guy does. And now you go from Caleb to Shun and you know, whatever that is. So my point of it is, is, is more than anything. Um, our guys had a great intent and, and I'm confident we can keep building on that. So in the last four minutes when scoring was difficult and, and, they got ahead and got the victory. So what do you what do you teach your guys about that? What what showed up in the film and, and what will be learnable moments? Um, I'd say on the defensive side, you know, some of the unnecessary fouls. On a baseline out, we grab and hold somebody when we don't need to. Um, late in the clock, you know, there's plays that we just got to sit down and guard, right, and just be disciplined and finish the play. Um, there's also, as the game wears on, you get late in the game, um, you know, the as you're playing somebody, you know that their intent is to get to the basket, whether it's a drive or a cut, and you want to make teams more jump shot oriented, and especially that team, and, and we didn't. 
on the offensive side, you know, when they're playing small like they were, we've got to be able to go into the paint more, especially to our, to Oshun, to be honest. And he's got to demand the ball. We've got to have great intent to get it to him. Um, you know, there's times that we're able to beat somebody off the dribble, but our team is more of a, um, you know, we're not a great breakdown, just beat you off the dribble all the time type of team. There's certainly we've got to pick our spots. So more than anything on the offensive side, it would be just calm down, stay the course playing for each other. We don't have to take the first shot that presents itself. We can let things wear on later in the possession. But, you know, easier said than done when they're scoring on the other end mm-hmm. and you feel like, man, we got to respond to this quickly, and now you don't handle it the best. Speaking of good offensive teams, uh, you're going to face one in Baylor this weekend and uh, maybe the best offensive team in college basketball. And nobody has better guards, a uh, collection of guards, certainly. Um, even when Keontae George is hurt, they bring in Dale Bonner, and he's really, really good, and he's great defensively. So uh, tell us a little bit about the challenges of uh, beating them for a second time this season. Well, they've, they've got terrific perimeter depth, certainly the best in the league when you look at five or six guys dribble, pass, and shoot so well, you know, that they can beat you. And, and they make tough shots early in the clock and really get to the offensive glass, and they make tough shots late in the clock when the clock's winding down. So um, to have so many guys that can just go get a basket, make a play, make a three, have a big night is huge. And um, so they're they're offensively, they're they're really gifted. And then, you know, with both of their, both with Thamba and with Chachachomo at the center position, they're effort-based guys. They're guys that know their role and, and run to the rim and play hard. So, um, you know, that provides the dynamic they, ha- they also have on the offensive board. So really gifted team scoring it. They're obviously playing, um, you know, they started league with three straight losses. Um, <laughs> probably we're feeling then about how we're feeling today or in the last few days. And then we're able to, to turn it on and flip the switch. So um, we know it's going to be a big challenge, and we're excited to get back to work. So you mentioned that Baylor had it. Everybody's had it. They've had that moment during this Big 12 grind where things have slipped and they haven't been able to grab it back right away and, and go through a little bit of a, of a losing skid. Your guys obviously know that. They've seen what's happening in the league. So so how do you encourage them that, that their skid can come to an end too and better days are ahead? Well, it's you always have to remind them about our conference. And you look at you know our league and even where the teams right now in the standings that are at the bottom – where those teams would stack up and some others. I mean, there's there's teams, the ACC, that's, you know, traditionally one of the best leagues in the country. There's teams that could win that league that may not get to the NCAA tournament if they don't win the conference mm-hmm. tournament. And they're in the talk to win the conference. Right. You know, whereas in our league, there's teams at the bottom that are still, they still have hope. They're still mm-hmm. on the bubble, and a couple wins could put them in. So our guys need to always understand or in the in the present time too, you have to keep in perspective how good the teams we are that we're playing, and then you also know that as you get in the league play, and everybody knows each other's personnel so well that you've got to be that much more intentional mm-hmm. to all the details mm-hmm. and, and incorporating them in how you play. Just because that's everybody knows now who can go left and who can go right and who can't shoot as well and who can and what makes your team go and and so now you've got to be that much more dialed into the details. Does that make you look forward to facing a team outside the Big 12 and the NCAAs? I mean, it worked out great last year. You were kind of limping in to the NCAA tournament, and then, boom, you know, you had two great wins with the Sweet 16. 
Yeah, it's there's certainly a renewed uh, spirit and confidence because you know when you're in the league, it, it's out of respect. You just know how good all the programs are, and and we're building, you know. And, and as much as I wish, you know, uh, we won every game, we're we're continuing to move forward. We won more so far than we had last year, and to me, it's continuing to elevate the program, raise the standard in the bar. So, um, I'd I'd say that you know you you do know that in the league, the teams, especially defensively, physically, athletically, how good they are. And there is a part of over these last two years, what we've been able to do in the non-conference gives our guys a lot of hope and faith of, hey, when we're playing someone outside the league and they haven't seen this defense or they haven't seen how physical we can play, that we can become a tough matchup in a tournament setting. We're visiting with T.J. Otzelberger. We're going to have Jamie Pollard along a little bit later in the show. Rod Botholt, our guest co-host tonight. We'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Sukup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. game goes into overtime but the game goes into overtime the choice to enjoy is easy Bud Light easy to drink easy to enjoy order Bud Light online today enjoy responsibly Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer St. Louis Missouri no matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Businesses like yours count on EMC insurance companies for protection with the standard coverage they need. But EMC agents go further, tailoring coverages with the specialized products and services every unique company requires, including yours. EMC has insurance solutions for nearly 500 types of businesses. 
So whatever your specialty is, count on EMC to protect it. Visit emcins.com to find your local agent. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group at Iowa State University, playing for a lower carbon, more sustainable community together. We need to pause here for 10 seconds to allow our stations to identify themselves. This is the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Latham Hitech Seeds, Stellar Industries, and the premier Chevy dealers are raising money for every free throw made by the Cyclones. Proceeds benefit the American Cancer Society and Coaches versus Cancer. Latham Hitech Seeds, Stellar Industries, and the premier Chevy dealers are cheering on the Cyclones from the free throw line and helping to raise cancer awareness across the state. We're visiting with T.J. Altsberger and Rod Botholt of B&G Video Productions here in Ames as our guest co-host. Chris Andrews is here from Cyclone Sports Properties and was asking one of the better questions as we were off the air just about the, uh, you know, conference expansion and and how that is going to affect things. And, you know, it's hard maybe to get a read right now, TJ, on just what kind of an impact those four programs can make on a, on the men's basketball side of the ledger. Well, when you look at them, uh, each one of the four, Houston certainly, you know, in, in recent history or right now is having a, a monster year. and a team that, you know, has a chance to potentially win it all. So they certainly elevate in the league. And when you look at the other three, I mean, year in and year out over time, BYU's been a consistent tournament team. Cincinnati's been a consistent tournament team. You know, Central Florida has um, really good coach and resources to continue to elevate. So it gives our league a wider reach maybe in terms of recruiting and, and uh, you know, getting more people to be familiar with the Big 12 and maybe expanding where we can do some recruiting. And it brings in really quality programs to continue to try to maintain being the best conference in the country while we expand. I, I think it'll, it's the same way in football. You know, you we know those teams from what they've done, where they are, but there's really no way until this play starts, league play, how they'll acclimate to this conference, how playing – the, the rugged schedule that we've been talking about night in and night out impacts them. I mean, it, it, it's really going to have to be a wait and see, isn't it? It is, because when you when you just look at that fight every single day, there's not an opportunity in the Big 12 Conference to say, well, fortunately, we have that game <laughs> next <laughs> week on Wednesday so we can catch our breath. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to any other leagues, but in every other league in the country, um, that's not exactly the same. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's maybe one or two or three or five where you can kind of look at and say, all right, we don't have to play our best necessarily that night. And uh, you don't have that in our conference. So I know that I'm thrilled with the league we're in, and I'm excited about it. And uh, at the same time, as you just said, it wouldn't be uh, all bad right now if you said, hey, we got a team coming in tomorrow to play that doesn't play in our league. How do you feel about that? And I'd be like, man, we're all excited for that opportunity, too. Uh, well, you know, we're not going to hit them with the element of surprise the first time you play them, at least for sure. Um, so... Uh, it's state tournament time, getting very close to that for high school basketball seasons across the country. And we've we, we've given updates periodically throughout the season here on how your recruits are doing that you're allowed to talk about. And uh, how are they doing as they approach their state tournaments? Are they going to make it? Well, I think all all four of our committed guys are in tremendous, uh, tremendous shape to be able to really do some special things, certainly locally. Um, been able. I was out last week to see Omaha play, and yeah. uh, excited to continue to follow Waukee's success. And um, they've they've definitely got a chance. I mean, they're they're 
a good group outside of him. They they share the ball. They defend well, and uh, they're a fun team to watch play. He's got a chance there. Um, Milan Mamasilovic in, in Wisconsin. They've they've had a terrific year. Um, would probably be the odds-on favorite to win their state championship. Milan's had a monster year. Will, will also be a guy that has a chance to win Mr. Basketball uh, in the state, which is you know amazing. Uh, Jelani Hamilton. They play a national schedule. Okay. Um, you know down at down at Wheeler, and he's he's uh, he's had a terrific year, and and they'll probably run away with the state championship. Quite frankly, I don't know that anybody can compete with them. And then Caden Fish at Staley High School in Missouri been out to see them a few times i mean they have a heck of a club very well coached uh as connected and unified as as any high school team i've seen play this year and they've got a great chance so excited to see all four guys and and what they can do and and try to bring home that state title it it obviously all of those skills and how they transfer to college and what everything looks like is yet to be determined but it has to be encouraging that to know that you've got guys who are leading teams that are competing at the highest level they can in, in their particular states. You've, you've got winners and you've got guys who know what it takes to win. Absolutely. And it, it's always interesting as a coach or when people ask, you know, how you evaluate, you know, what are you looking for? And there's certainly, um, you know, personality things we're trying to mesh. But when you think about it, like guys are probably not going to start playing hard in college if they don't play hard in high school. Mm-hmm. Guys are probably not going to come into the big 12, 12 and help make us win if you can't make your high school team win. And you're probably not going to be tough if you, you weren't doing that before. So all four of those guys have shown toughness, team first, winners, competitors. Um, so it's a great starting block and, you know, a lot of room for them to grow. Well, you talk all the time about your daily habits. And you're saying the, some of those guys come in with really good daily habits to begin with. That's a... That's a bonus, I'm sure, for you when you get guys that, that already have that. Yeah, when you have freshmen that have played in successful programs, you know, it's it's likely that those habits are something that's been ingrained in them and they've been taught. And I've been out to see, you know, all of them play and, and can tell you firsthand that those guys are they're being well coached. They're going to come in here with a great base, and now it's our responsibility to continue to build on it. Coach, I know you're always it's, – it's the next 40 minutes. Your focus is pretty tight. You don't look – big picture like we do every once in a while and uh, people have talked about you know the big 12 i don't know if you've noticed but it's kind of physical occasionally <laughs> and, and they talk about like what will the adjustment be like in ncaa tournament when you don't necessarily have big 12 ref do you care do you buy into any of that or are you just worried about baylor um well i'd say you know when we come in you know you definitely develop a mindset of how your program's going to play in a formula where you can be successful and for us that's embracing that level of physical play that our league has, has become known for. And certainly all our focus and preparation right now leads into Baylor. I mean, we're excited for that opportunity. We want to brace that opportunity. So that's where our, our headspace is. And yet what I can say is that those type of things uh, really don't factor into our equation. We, we want to play our brand of basketball. And there's certainly, uh, you know, part of any team – that just like you need to adjust to a player who maybe doesn't make shots every night and is making them, you have to adjust. There's going to be a human ability to adjust to how the game's being called. And, um, and, and you know what? Our guys did a great job of that um, in, in some of our non-league play. We were able to do that last year in postseason. And it's something that we'll look forward to embracing again this year. You know, you mentioned earlier um, kind of stressing to your guys the importance of making a play for each other and, and, and playing for each other. And I think back to – 
what you do with your program is so unique and that you're getting up at six in the morning and you're out there on the soccer field the guys are crawling across the field and uh, you know there's a lot of time that is spent bonding and building that relationship and is it times like this right here where you know you're going through a struggle it's tough right now that you kind of lean on that and say, hey, look, look what we've invested in this thing. You know, I mean, how much is that a factor right now for you? Well, it needs to be a big factor because we take a tremendous sense of pride in the work that our guys do. And it's not that other programs don't work hard, but we take that pride in, in the consistency of doing that since the time they arrive in June for summer school, what that looks like, what those work habits are like, what that discipline and commitment is every single day. And for our guys, when you know you've done it together, when you've earned it together, when you've done the work, it gives you that confidence. And where we've been fortunate and at our best is when our guys have really been able to bottle that and, and understand, like, this is what we've done together. We've earned the right to do this. Let's play for each other and lift each other up. And, you know, there's a lot of times in team sports that you say play as a team and they still play more as a group of individuals that just happen to be on the court together. Well, we've seen this group, what they can do when they're really connected, yeah. what they can do when they're playing for each other. We're, you know, three weeks and a couple days removed from a very convincing win over a really good Kansas team on our court where, you know, it, it felt like we could win by 20 plus and we were in command. So we know what it is. We need to reconnect to that. We need to embrace those work habits and we need to be excited about what's in front of us because we have a lot of opportunity yet this season. No doubt. When you made that run in the second half, um, Gabe played great all game, but Jaron hit some shots. He got to the hoop. Oshun had the big dunk. You saw that. I mean, you could see that in the guys. They were happy for each other, that, that joy of, of helping each other to accomplish. And it, it, it didn't maintain to the buzzer last night, but that's got to be encouraging that that's there. It is. And, and one thing, shoot, I've learned as a, as a leader, husband, father, coach, whatever you want to say, is, is one of the greatest gifts that life offers us is the ability to celebrate the success of someone else true ability to celebrate that excess success not to be like yeah fine i guess i need to pass it to you this time but really being excited for someone else to make that shot and i know i'll specifically go with gabe and jaron there's been times this year in a huddle where one of them be like you know what let's run that for him or let's get him that opportunity let me be the one to set the screen let me be the one to make the pass and what you realize in life and it's whether it's, like I said, in all these different avenues is when you can really be happy for someone else to do well. And when you can really pour into them to do well, that is truly one of life's greatest gifts. And it's something we're going to continue to talk about as we move forward. In all your years of coaching, have you ever had a player who's taken more joy in seeing one of his teammates do something well than Conrad Hawley? <laughs> no, and, and I'll tell you this, and I hope he wouldn't mind me sharing it, but you know, you come into that locker room last night after, and the disappointment is at a high level. And when you're looking into his eyes, and I made contact one time, and, man, he, he kind of burst out, and it, it, uh, the tears were falling. And, and he cares so much, and he wants it so badly, and it's so important to him. And uh, I just value him at such a high level as a person, as a leader, as a winner, as someone that brings terrific value to our program on a daily basis absolutely uh, really special and you can see it it's 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 as real as real gets on an every single day basis 
uh, Gabe had a little blood running off his knee or something last night, and Conrad was was wiping it off with a towel, and the <laughs> student chant section was chanting CEO. I mean, he's just whatever you need, team. I'm, I'm there for you, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and, and so many people will, will talk about being a great teammate or being selfless, but their actions speak volumes, and in those moments, I mean, when he's someone getting someone a water, wiping, like you said, wiping the blood, <laughs> handle, handing a towel over, whatever he's like unbelievable job he does at being in the moment at all times and being what he can be, what he needs to be for our team. Tell us that story because um, you don't typically take a lot of walk-ons. You're very selective about how you do it. Um, What did you see in Conrad that you thought, man, he could really add some value to this basketball team? Well, people that I trust had brought him to my attention and said, here's what he's all about. He's researched your program. He's seen some of these things that maybe are more representative of military in terms of, you know, time, you know, the time you work, the time you get up, accountability to each other, team building, and that intrigues him. He has aspirations to one day be a Navy SEAL. He is learning, and leadership really matters to him in learning, and he's seen things on your program that make him think it could be a fit. And so... You know, first, Coach Green on our staff, I'm like, all right, check this out. This sounds too good to be true. Right. I'm not buying it. So (laughs) get on the phone. And so Coach Green knows me well enough to know that one conversation, don't come to me. Make sure you've had a few. And he comes to me and goes, all right, I could be wrong, but he seems like the real deal. Do you want to get him on the phone? And I said, just, I, I will just make sure when I do that, he knows how important that phone call is. It's not just the, hey, how you doing? What's up? It's a... You know, it's 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 real Job interview. And, and it, yeah. it matters. <laughs> yeah. And as words matter. And, and so make sure he's prepared and understands. And so we had a great first conversation. And I said, all right, well, sounds good. Better be who you say you are uh, every single day, because if not, I'm going to call your bluff. And then we had another conversation. I said, all right, here's what we're looking for. I just want to make sure we're clear and you're clear. So there's no miscommunication on what you're signing up for. And I'm willing to, to bring in this summer. And we'll see how it goes. And if you are who you say you are, you won't have any issue. We look forward to you being a part of the team. And if not, we're going to find that out too. And uh, just how he handled it all, you could tell. And then when he came, goodness, that first week, I remember seeing him at the end of the first week, and I, I was like, you better be that next week too. Like this, <laughs> this, that, that better repeat itself. That better not be you being on your best behavior trying to trick me. So yeah, You keep raising the bar and he keeps clearing it. No, absolutely. And he, look, the guy's in our facility running sprints, doing pull-ups. You know, he's got his whole other workout. But when any of his teammates are in there, he puts them ahead of himself at all times. And it goes back to what we said earlier about one of you know the greatest joys in life, celebrating other people, pouring in other people. Conrad Hawley understands it at the highest level. Well, this has been awesome to visit with you again, Coach, and uh, we wish you well Saturday at Baylor. Appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Coach. All right, so we're going to come back with Jamie Pollard next on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus.
Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg, and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kids meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores, where right now, kids can eat free. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust. Partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. Two Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner from Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium. Renewable Energy Group has a play in supporting agriculture and creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Our thanks to T.J. Otzelberger, who joined us in the first portion of the program. And we're joined now by Jamie Pollard and Rod Botholt of B&G Video Productions here in Ames is our guest co-host. And Jamie, it was exciting today. I was uh, driving. Uh, I work in Hilton Coliseum, so I, I went out to come over here. And there was construction going on. There's, there was stuff. How about that? <laughs> there was stuff going on between Hilton Coliseum and, and, uh, and Jack Trice Stadium. You tell us. <laughs> well, it would be the official start of Sidetown. So, you know, we'll look back on this day, I guess, February 28, 2023. Someday somebody, that will be a uh, maybe a trivia question. <laughs> but, no, excited that it's uh, a major project, something we've been thinking about for a long time. And to finally get to a spot that they're breaking ground is uh, it's a monumental day and probably, you know, for most people uneventful. But for those of us behind the scenes, very fired up about it when the construction fences all get up and people start to realize, holy cats. Yeah, how close (laughs) parking lots are finally going to get resurfaced. Oh, man, that that was overdue no matter what. Uh, But how close to your target? I mean, when you first thought about this, 
um, was February twenty eighth, two thousand twenty three, <laughs> the day you had in mind. What was how 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 ahead well, or behind schedule? Well, you know, we said, um, you know, we talked about this, introduced the concept the fall before COVID. So that would be what fall of nineteen. Yeah, am I mm-hmm. getting that right? I always I get so. it. it. Was COVID twenty yep. or twenty? It was. It was 20. Yeah. I mean, our football 20. season that was most affected yeah, by it was, it was, it was 2020. Yeah so, yeah, so it was the fall of 19 that we talked about the idea. And I remember saying sometime we would hope within the next five years that there would be movement, you know, that we would have something up and going. And, and we thought that was aggressive, right? We didn't know at that moment that, there was going to be like a year and a half or two years that was erased from our lives right. yeah. because of COVID. So you could say now that we're here in 23, you know, it's actually been three and a half years, but a year and a half of that was COVID. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would say it's way ahead of schedule. Good. So I, I read the release that came out today. A lot of information in that release. Guys like me need help. So what can I expect to see over the course of between now and the start of football season? Well, uh, I think the first thing people will, they'll be taken back a little bit by the footprint mm-hmm. because it's probably at least two-thirds or three-fourths of the parking lot that throughout the summer, spring and summer, will be fenced in and mm. under construction. And that's just simply, I mean, you can't fix the parking lots without closing the parking lots, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that'll be the first thing people will see. Secondly, though, not to scare them because it's not it's the construction fences will come in to more of the footprint of Sytown by the start of football season because we hope to have those lots done paved mm. and ready to roll like they will be when Sytown actually is completed so they can't panic over the summer <laughs> and go all oh, my parking where, where am, am I going to park <laughs> you know the plan is that those areas will get done but the other part, though, will be the spine. You know, the whole tent row will be gone. And I don't know how far they'll be on that part of it by fall because the emphasis is to get the parking lots done or get the inf- torn up, infrastructure in, and the parking lots resurfaced. I believe they started up kind of where the press parks now. Yeah. So yep. more to the north end of the east side of the parking lots. And that's the area where Sci Ride will move to because we're moving side ride from where it currently is over to there. So we need to get that done uh, first. What so, are some of the other challenges besides moving side ride? 165,000 cubic yards of dirt brought in. Okay. Well, you know, it's very expensive and it's the dirt's not the cost. It's, it's like the song the, says you can buy dirt. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> right. it's a good song. Well, I, I think, and I'm, I'm, you know, a little out over my skis, but I'm not off by much. I think the, the both phase one and phase two is maybe $5 million mm-hmm. for that. And the dirt's maybe like $500,000 and getting the dirt and moving it and Labor. re-putting yeah. it in is four and a half million dollars. <laughs> wow. Tell us about, um, cause I know you had mentioned that things got a little bit moved up because of yes. a donation. And then also, uh, so this project, something came in under budget. Yeah. So <laughs> the good news is the project is, was the board, uh, the winning bidder was elder corporation out of Des Moines, Jay elder, who is a big cyclone fan, uh, a donor to our athletics program of a substantial donor to our athletics program, but he's more, he's a football fan. He gets it. So he understands what he and his company are up against. 
and you know we'll have all his equipment out there so um getting that project done in a way in a time frame and in a, in a manner that allows us to be able to bring in other pieces is huge but what we're trying to do with the savings is to be able to see if there's a way we can have them while they're on site just simultaneously go into phase two which would be big for all of us because it would shorten the time frame of doing both it should be more cost effective since they're already here dig a, dig a little deeper into that though for people so what that are listening. Phase I mean, two? How, yeah what, how can you do phase two without having phase one done well phase so, two is the is the north end of those parking okay. lots and we've broken into two pieces one for cost factors and two we knew that you just couldn't all do it in two years and so it just felt like we could break it up okay but now that the bids came in under plus the gift there's a realistic chance that we could afford to do phase two a lot sooner than we ever thought. And so if we could get them both done, I mean, it, there won't be this seven foot drop off halfway up tent row where the fill ends and we're back down to grade where we are today. Cause they're going to bring it up five to seven feet. Wow. So wow. there, there would be a big drop off. I mean, what you have to do is visually look all the way up to center drive okay. and, and just picture tent row being elevated to center drive height. Okay. And then bring that on a slope all the way back to Jack Trice Way. Because mm. Jack Trice Way is about one foot. And oh, okay. at Center Drive, you're seven feet. That's the elevation difference. Was that for the floodplain flood concerns? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of thought that goes into this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Far, I mean, I just, <laughs> I oversimplified it. I'm an accountant. Yeah. So hopefully if any of my facility guys are listening, they're not going, what did he just say? But I think I'm pretty close. So, so the the accountant in you has been pleasantly appreciative of support and, and donor yes. helping this project out. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. The $2.5 million gift is tremendous. But there's just a lot of momentum out there in the marketplace for the project of it in and of itself. A lot of interest from different uh, businesses that want to be in the space. And for us, it's just a matter of, you know, we really aren't ready to go as fast mm -hmm. as some people would like to go. And so it's just we've got to bring it along at its speed. But the momentum is far greater than we ever could imagine. We'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches, Connor, Connor fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. game goes into overtime but the game goes into overtime the choice to enjoy is easy Bud Light easy to drink easy to enjoy order Bud Light online today enjoy responsibly Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer St. Louis Missouri Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. 
kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kids meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and High V stores where right now kids can eat free. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust. Partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Sukup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Iowa State University is living Cardinal Golden Green through their partnership with the Renewable Energy Group and bringing lower carbon fuel solutions to campus. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard, thanks to T.J. Altsberger, who joined us earlier in the program. And a reminder, the Iowa Corn Sciox Series is all about celebrating our student-athletes as well as our state's corn farmers, just like the Cyclones and Hawkeyes work hard all year to get ready for the season ahead. So do Iowa's corn farmers. Growing a crop used in over 4,000 products, it's a win for all Iowans. And speaking of wins in the Iowa Corn Sciox Series, you got another one. With tennis winning over in Iowa City, and now you're up 15 to six. Well, uh, clinched I've, it. Well, <laughs> already. Yes. Now we're running up the score. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Two more to go. Right. So br- bring yeah. on gymnastics and bring on um, softball. softball. Yeah, yeah. But what a what a good deal for uh, our fans to win that series again, and then. Uh, combined with that, the all sports standings. I know that's another of your big goals year to year, and yep. uh, doing very well in that area too. Currently sitting fourth in the Big Twelve behind uh, UT, uh, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and that's then cool. we're fourth. So, um, last past weekend, swimmers got second. I think it's only the third time since 1980 that mm-hmm. we finished that high in the Big Twelve. So great performance by our, our swimmers, and then our track teams both finished fifth, which. Um, you know, that was about where we thought we'd be, so that was good. So three upper-tier finishes and uh, puts us in a good spot. So we have wrestling this week down at Tulsa, or weekend down at Tulsa, which uh, should be a really close meet. I think we're probably, I, I think I saw, we're projected to be third based on seeds, but we just need to, it'll be close. Oh, Missouri, yeah. Oklahoma State, and us. Yeah, any of the three could easily win. Any of the easy three could win. I guess not easy. (laughs) Not easily. Any of the three could win it. Could win it, yeah. Uh, We're probably a little bit of a slight underdog, but that's okay. I like being in that spot. We We got good seeds for this weekend, so that helped. Oh, good. That's awesome. We we think of March Madness as a basketball tournament, and it is, but 
there's just a whole lot of madness. You throw in this little hobby you've got on the on the tournament committee. It's probably hard to keep up with everything that's happening with with all the sports. Well, you know, obviously men's and women's basketball, right, mm-hmm. going uh, strong. The track teams will be at indoor nationals that weekend, uh, the opening weekend. Wrestling is, you know, uh, uh, at their NCAA championships that opening mm-hmm. weekend, and um, sprinkle in. You know, the uh, gymnastics Big 12 championships, I think, happened right around the last, right before the Final Four. So um, there's, yeah. A lot of madness. Yeah, there is, <laughs> but that's okay. A lot of madness, madness to go around. We're going to focus on the basketball part of it. Uh, we'll take a few extra minutes to do that because Jamie's on the NCAA Selection Committee, so he's got a, a unique perspective on that. We'll come back and do that on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Out of your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. We all love a good win, catching up with friends, saving money at the pump, soaking up the perfect Iowa day, sitting down to a really, really good meal. These are the everyday delights that make us smile. These are the moments that connect us all as Iowans. And these are the wins that, more often than not, start with Iowa's farm families and the crop they're growing. Because when corn grows Iowa, Iowans win. Learn more about how to share your own wins at iowacorn.org backslash Iowans win. You probably know that a natural gas leak smells like rotten eggs, but what does a gas leak look or sound like? If you hear a whooshing or hissing sound, see dirt, dust, or water spraying from an area, or you get dizzy or queasy, leave the area immediately, then call 1-800-595-5325 once you're safely away. See midamericanenergy.com for more safety tips. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Is your work environment safe? It can be with help from EMC insurance companies. Use our loss control resources for online driver training, tools to avoid slips, trips, and falls, ways to improve workstation ergonomics, techniques for proper lifting, and so much more. Get safety videos and materials for your employees all at no additional cost when you insure your business with EMC. Learn more at emcins.com. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kid's meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now, kids can eat free.
Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University playing for a lower carbon, more sustainable community together. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard. Our thanks to T.J. Altsberger. He joined us earlier in the program. And Rod Botholt is our guest co-host tonight. And uh, we mentioned before the break, Jamie is on the men's basketball selection committee. And uh, we, we can dive into that a little bit. Uh, but let's just talk about the Iowa State part of the equation, Jamie, which I know that you're not allowed to dive too deep into details. But, you know, from a fan's perspective, we get into it, especially this time of year. You're checking every day. Oh, there's a new bracket. Joe Lenardi has us a six seed. Uh, Jerry Palma has us an eight. Which one's right? Which one's way off the base there, you know? And and we tend to really speculate this time of year. So what what can you lend to that conversation, I guess? Well, first of all, I'd say, you know, that's what makes it so popular, right? Is right. that we're actually doing that. Yes. Okay. So, um, and it's fun that we're actually in the discussion because we weren't looking at those brackets three years ago. That's correct. So it is a good problem to have, but it tends to be a little bit of a problem because people overreact. And, um, you know, what I would share with you is uh, our body of work speaks really well uh, for ourselves in the committee. Clearly, you don't want to be, um, you know, in, in the position we're in in the last week and a half, two weeks that we found ourselves in. But the last, you know, 10 days or how a team is playing is not a principle the basketball committee uses. Okay. So people think that, but we don't use that. Okay. Um, You know, so, but the public does. (laughs) And sure. Heavily. Oh, heavily. Right. (laughs) You know, and so what I know is this is you can't take our eight, Q1 wins off the board, and there's not many programs on the list that have eight Q1 wins, and many of the programs that are on the cut line or on the bubble have one or two. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about that at all. Um, you know, had we not hit this rough patch, would we have had a better seed? Yes, but um, there's you know the hidden story behind the fact that the Big 12 had. You know, for a while there, we thought we were going to have six. Then mm-hmm. TCU fell off. Then we were going to have five teams in the top 16. Well, you know, if there's five teams, the first four get protected, but the fourth team gets what's left over. So you know, when we were, you know, two weeks ago, we were the 11th team, mm-hmm. right? Well, we were the 11th team overall, but we were the fourth Big 12 team. And in every scenario, we end up in New York City mm-hmm. and not in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And so the fact of the matter is if there's a silver lining to any of this right now is there's a better chance we end. There's a better chance. I'm not saying we will, but there's a better opportunity to end up in either Des Moines and or Kansas City or both. Um, where before I would have said there was no way we were going to if we were in the top 16 because we were going to get boxed out by Baylor, Texas, Kansas, and quite frankly, Houston. Because if Houston is two and Kansas is three, despite what most people think, Houston will be in Kansas City and Kansas would be in Las Vegas. Mm. So, um, you know, so the silver lining is we might play our way into being closer to home. But secondly is, you know, we have not fallen off the edge. And when I compare our resume today to our resume a year ago, um, our resume a year ago, we scored 36 points in our senior night mm-hmm. against Oklahoma State, I believe it was. It was. Then we went to Baylor for our last game like we are this weekend, and we lost. Mm-hmm. And then we lost by like 30 or 35 in the first 31. round of Texas yep. Tech, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. So we limped into the NCAA yeah. tournament, and we were 11 seed 
probably if we wouldn't have limped in, we might have been an eight or a nine, but we ended up an 11 seed and we went to the Sweet 16, right? Yeah. So we're not starting where we started last time, you know, and so the the fact of the matter is I, I still feel really comfortable that we're going to come out of this in a good spot, despite what we do in our next, you know, two or three games if we, you know, win a game in the Big 12 or depending on when we even play. We could still be playing Wednesday night. Absolutely. So, yeah. As you explained that, um, it just it just hits me. What must being on that committee have been like 30 years ago? Oh. Before before all the data. And, and well, all, before all... the data and before being able to have computers automate yeah. stuff and they're keeping track. There had to be a lot of mistakes. That's yeah. what I would say. A lot of mistakes because it's so much stuff to keep track of. And if you were doing that manual, I don't know how you would do it. So, um, but fact of the matter is I feel... I still feel really good about where we're at. Could it have been better? Absolutely. But, you know, the fact of the matter is losing to West Virginia last night, you know, most people look at West Virginia and they go, well, they're 5-11 and 11 and, you yeah. know, they're second to last in the Big 12. They haven't, their worst loss has been to like the 46th mm. team in the net. And yeah. so of all those losses they've had, they're really good. They're still right now, this morning, they were 23 in the net. Yeah, you know, so 16, I think, on Ken Palm. Yeah. They're ahead of so us. So yeah. it actually was a good loss. Well, and here's the irony of that, too. The loss to Oklahoma actually gave us one more quad one win. Yes. No, it gave us a quad two. <laughs> and a quad one. Oh, oh yeah, and a quad win. Because yeah. it bumped our win at Oklahoma yeah. back up into yep. a quad uh, one win. So yeah. it's like, yeah. so, I don't know. There's always a silver lining the if big you look tw- hard The bottom line is the Big 12 is just we're really, it's really difficult because of how good the teams are. And, you know, there's no night o- night nights off. Um, but, you know, it, it, it makes you feel like when you're losing, you don't like how that feels. And, mm-hmm. you know, what I took away from last night was the second half, we bounced back and we looked more like the team that we had put together all the wins with. And so I, to me, that was a good sign. The other thing I would say is this. In our league, I mean, it is so tough and it is so defensive that the second time through is really hard. We ran into that last year and we're running into it this year. Yeah. We, you know, we aren't the most talented team, but we're a really good team. But when they have played you twice mm-hmm. and can defend you, it's they know how to take away certain things. And we saw that last year when all of a sudden we got in the NCAA tournament and you can't replicate how the Big 12 plays. You just can't. Yeah. And so LSU found that out. Wisconsin found that out. And, um, you know, we just kind of ran out of gas by playing Miami. But um, I'm convinced, you know, with the right draw, we could see that same kind of run. Good, right? Well, I was going to ask you one more question about the tournament, but in a, a little bit of a, a different avenue. I've always wondered how, well, I've never understood how officials are scheduled for Big 12 games. You know, they're, they're not just a team of three that always works together. Correct. But once you get to the NCAA tournament, because people have talked a lot about the Big 12 has been a physical league, what will they find when they get to the NCAA tournament? What do you know about how officials are scheduled and arranged for the, for the tournament? Well, um, last year I was on the subcommittee that dealt with that. So, you know, they each conference is able to uh, recommend a certain number of officials, and then they get it down to, we, we usually take, I think it's like about 104, get selected for the NCAA tournament. Okay. And then they, like, that will be one of my jobs. When I'm in Sacramento for the first round weekend. So... I have to evaluate the officials that work those games, and I make a recommendation to the supervisor of officials for the NCA whether somebody moves on to the next round. So that 100 becomes 
half of that for the Sweet 16, and we get it all the way down to the 11 that make it to the Final Four. Wow. So they, it's, I mean, you see it when you're there. Like, we see our teams competing, but if you go in that locker room after an NCAA tournament game and an official's had a bad night, they'll have their head down because they know that probably meant they didn't advance to the next round. Eric Huff's texting me with a couple suggestions. Hang on to those. Um, um, so, so, so what the thing for me is I've gotten to know several of the officials a whole lot better just through this mm-hmm. r- role where I hadn't really had that kind of relationship with them in the past because we're evaluating them. And uh, you get to know them, and you know which ones are better and which ones aren't. And so back to your question is I think the, the officials that advance through are the best of the best. Many of them have worked our league. And so chances are you're going to get somebody on your crew. I mean, last year we had uh, James Breeding on Mm -hmm. the game in Mm -hmm. Milwaukee against the Badgers. And that probably helped us because the first half didn't go our way. You know, they were calling everything. And the second half, it got rectified. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to guess something was said in the locker room at halftime just about, hey, guys, you know, you haven't seen this kind of basketball before. We can't call everything. Mm-hmm. So w- w- in your position on the committee, you are really evaluating teams all across the country, which is something we'd all like to say we do, but there just isn't, aren't enough hours in the day to, to, to physically do it. And I know you have some people that help you kind of keep track of the different leagues. But as you do that, as you've evaluated other conferences, is the Big 12's reputation – and I know there's some Big 12 fatigue out there from people that are just sick of hearing about how great the league is. Um, but is the Big 12's reputation as deserved as I think it is? I mean, it, I, think, well, I, I think it's clearly the best league. But, I mean, is it clearly the best league as you look at all these other leagues around the country? Well, those are two different questions. Okay, so your I'm first sorry. question was, <laughs> is it deserved? And I, you know what? I'm not going to answer that because I don't think it is deserved. I think it's earned. Yeah. Right? And so um, the second question was is that factual and it absolutely is amongst the committee i mean there's hands down the big 12 has been the best conference in the three years you know i've been on it four years but that first year i didn't get to see it all the way through to the end because we canceled the Mm -hmm. tournament before we did all the selections but i can tell you the committee's respect for the big 12 is exactly what we all think it is and so far this year I think we've shown that by what we did in the reveal where for that was historical. There had never been five teams from one conference in the top 12. There had been five teams in the top 16 once, yeah. but never five teams in the top 12. And so, yes, they see it for what it is. So what is your schedule like in terms of related to the committee and being in meeting? What, what's your schedule like between now and the announcement? So, um, I'll leave Saturday morning to go to Tulsa for wrestling on Saturday and Sunday, but then I come back and then I'll leave Tuesday. And so my schedule throughout the tournament for the next five weeks is basically I travel Tuesday, come back Sunday night. So I'm here on Monday. I go back out Tuesday morning, (laughs) come back Sunday. And then that last week for the final four, you just, you don't come, you just stay Tuesday Mm -hmm. to Tuesday. Now you get assigned to site too, correct? Yeah. So So I have Sacramento for the first round. Okay. And I have Las Vegas for the regional. Okay. Unless we were sent to Sacramento mm-hmm. as a first-round site, then I have to vacate or somebody's got to come double up with me, and that's what happened last year. I had Milwaukee last year. Okay. And so 
somebody came and doubled up with me so that I wasn't the tournament rep because that would have been, you know, that would have been biased, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then if your team makes the Sweet 16, you can choose to just travel with your team. So that's what I did last year. Hmm. Last year I didn't. I was supposed to. I don't remember where I was supposed to go for the Sweet 16, but I didn't go because I chose to go with us to uh, the Sweet 16 in Chicago. Had you ever been to a, the Final Four before you were in this position? Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, once as a team at Wisconsin, and unfortunately in the 2000 year, oh, we right, played Michigan right. State instead of right. Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's right. So, and then I, since I've been AD, I had gone every year, what other than my heart attack year. Well, tell us what it's like, since we, we've never been there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We'd um, like to sometime. I, yeah, I might add that. Well, it's, I, I can say this. It's a lot more fun with a team yeah. and on mm -hmm. the selection committee than it is just going as a fan, but it still is fun going as a fan. Saturday is really, really neat. Friday night, Saturday is really special. Sunday tends to be a pretty slow day because a lot of people take off on Sunday and don't stay all the way to Monday night's game, but you're always surprised Monday night's sold out. So right. I think more local people end up at the Monday night game or awesome. more corporate people, where Saturday you've got four teams' fan bases. It's very festive. I'll bet that's not so. And then depending what city it's in, it can vary. Oh, sure. I mean, the sure. best cities are Indianapolis and San Antonio for the Final Four, in my mind. Oh, yeah. that's uh, Those I can imagine being great. We're going to come back and visit more with Jamie Pollard on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. At MidAmerican Energy, we want to help keep you safe around power lines and electrical equipment. Always assume a power line is energized, even if it's on the ground. To avoid the risk of an accidental shock or electrocution, avoid touching a power line with anything. And when you see high voltage warnings on transformers and substations, stay away. We care about you and your safety. Get more tips at midamericanenergy.com. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Sucup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sucup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. game goes into overtime but the game goes into overtime the choice to enjoy is easy Bud Light easy to drink easy to enjoy order Bud Light online today enjoy responsibly Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer St. Louis Missouri when did business insurance become one size fits all? At EMC Insurance Companies, we've known for more than 100 years that businesses have unique needs. It's why from coast to coast, we provide insurance packages that are designed and tailored specifically for nearly 500 different types of businesses. Add our expert loss control and quick claim services, and you can see why customers count on EMC to help protect what they've built. Find an EMC agent near you at emcins.com. We all love a good win, catching up with friends, saving money at the pump, soaking up the perfect Iowa day, sitting down to a really, really good meal. These are the everyday delights that make us smile, 
These are the moments that connect us all as Iowans. And these are the wins that, more often than not, start with Iowa's farm families and the crop they're growing. Because when corn grows Iowa, Iowans win. Learn more about how to share your own wins at iowacorn.org backslash Iowans win. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kid's meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now kids can eat free. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University are delivering on their sustainability goal by taking used cooking oil from the university and producing renewable fuel that powers vehicles and equipment on campus. We've got Rod Botholt as our guest co-host tonight. Rod is with B&G Video Productions here in Ames. And we had T.J. Otzelberger on a little bit earlier. We're visiting now with Jamie Pollard. And Jamie, I think it was just yesterday, it was announced that you have been appointed to the U.S. Olympic Committee's uh, Collegiate Advisory Council. Explain to us what that's all about. Well, the, the Collegiate Advisory Council is part of the U.S. Olympic Committee to work as a liaison between the Olympic Committee and the NCAA to really look at how are we taking steps to protect the health of what I'd call the Olympic sports. 75% of all the medals at the last two Olympics won by the United States were won by either current college athletes or athletes that competed in at our various universities. We are the feeder program for the U.S. Olympic teams. Mm-hmm. And making sure that decisions that are made in the collegiate space recognizes the impact that could have on the Olympic movement. And so, you know, all this NIL talk and uh, realignments and things that could end up resulting in teams, schools eliminating sports or changing how we fund sports, you know, is really concerning to the impact that could have on our Olympic results. And so that's a big focus right now of what the Olympic Committee is working on. And so our committee is really, that's what our big charge is over the next, you know, it's a six-year appointment, so. Um, here we go again. I know, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. I just was, I'm on year four of one committee, and when they asked, it's one of those things, like, how do you say no? Yeah. But I did think about it yeah, <laughs> to sure. say no. But, um, you know, it's an honor, and, it, and it's, I mean, it's, yeah, all of us grow up watching the Olympics, mm-hmm. and I never would have thought that I could be this close to it. And Very cool. Get a chance to go to the, you know, well, as you said, the Final Four. I've been to the Olympics as a fan, you know, um, been to world championships as a parent. Now I'll get a chance to go to the Olympics as a USOPC member, which is kind of cool. Where will you go? I'm trying to think. Paris. Oh, wow. Wow. Fantastic. So how do you find your way to a committee like that? You said they asked so that, that I, I got called from, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the associate like vice president of the U S um, Olympic committee. And, you know, she just, Wanted to know if I'd have interest, and so we this started about six months ago, and so it was a, a process to kind of get there, and and here I am. Do you speak French? Do I speak French? 
Uh, no. We? Sorry. <laughs> we? Babble. Babble. <laughs> Babble. Yeah. All right. I got to sneak in one more break. We'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kids meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now, kids can eat free. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. We're back wrapping things up with Jamie Pollard. Our thanks to T.J. Otzelberger, who joined us earlier. And we're joined by Rod Bodholt from B&G Video Productions Names. Jamie, I, I, I um, make the mistake of reading a lot. And um, so you end up seeing all these rumors and all this speculation. We talked about that with the NCAA Selection Committee. But um, with the conference expansion stuff and re- realignment and all that, one thing that's getting tossed around a lot lately is that some schools are trying to push for unequal revenue sharing in their conferences. Um, what's the future of equal revenue sharing in the Big 12 conference? And having lived through that unequal revenue sharing once, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm guessing that maybe you're not for that uh, at any point in the Big 12 conference. Well, it's a great reminder that if you do something long enough, it's like everything just goes in a big circle, <laughs> right, right? Right, Isn't that the, the truth? The thought that people now think that's a good idea. Oh, I mean, man. if they'd asked me, I can tell them mm-hmm. point blank. It was a horrible idea, right? Yeah. And um, so I can tell you in the Big 12, there, I mean, I wouldn't even say we've even discussed it. It's a non-talking good. item. Good. I mean, it just, it's not a healthy thing to do. So um, usually when people are doing it is because they're trying to cover a weakness, right? You know, and so when you hear about that in the ACC, what's the weakness? Well, the weakness is they have a bad contract through 2036. And so you got some that, you know, the only way some are going to get more out of that contract is for others to get way less. And if they get way less, how are they ever going to have a fighting chance, right? right? And so, you know, I just, I don't see it. Good. <laughs> That's when, what I was hoping you'd say. <laughs> when you think, I mean, there's, there's, it's such an interesting time. And if you think back to 10 or 15 years and all the uncertain times that we we were told we're for sure we're gloom and doom, did, did what are your thoughts, big picture, on everything from agreements to equal revenue sharing, uh, broadcast well, agreements, uh, of where the Big 12 stands as, as you look to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, never been better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to pinch yourself and go, how did this happen? Because, you know, we've, hey, we've stood on the edge of the mountain about to be pushed over many a time, and we keep getting like a, we're a cat. We keep getting nine lives. And, you know, I've said many a time in the last several months, I don't wish ill will on anybody, but I'm glad it's not us. You know, and mm-hmm. so I feel really good about where we're at. If there's something that happens that changes things for others, 
I think we're going to be really well positioned to try to capitalize on that. But we don't need to capitalize on anything because we already did. I think the, the best thing that's come out of all this, and we talk about silver linings, is that people have started to recognize the value of Big 12 conference teams not named Oklahoma and Texas. Absolutely. Which, you know, at the time, it was like, oh, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And you're like, wait a minute. We've yep. been around. We've seen these crowds. We see, We know we have We've something here. We've had three here. teams, two, the last two national championships in men's basketball. We've had three teams in the Final Four in the last three years. Not one of them's named Texas or OU. Right. We had four teams in the top, or five teams in the top 16 two weeks ago in the reveal. One of them was Texas, okay? But if you put Houston in there, we didn't need Texas. And actually, if we had to put Houston in, we'd had two teams in the top four. Right. In the, you know, and so, um, last, no, last we're two, good. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to wrap it up. I was going to say the last two football championship games haven't involved me. No. <laughs> it's just, by the, oh, by the way. Well, no, hey, don't pile on. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, yeah, you'll end up on, you know, some message board. Right. It's like that with corn sacks. We're just, uh, we're just piling on the score. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jamie, Can't for taking the time. soon enough, baby. Thanks, Rod. <laughs> Appreciate you. And you uh, thanks to everybody here for their help at REG. Hope you can join us again next week for the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy. This has been the Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light, it's for the fans. And by Hy-Vee, who proudly supports the Iowa State Cyclones. Hy-Vee, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cyclone Sports Network.